this is it recording <laughs> we are i um well that was a journey <laughs> we've been uh we've been audio troubleshooting for an hour and 22 minutes um and we're not even sure what we did to fix it but we're live <laughs> so yeah. i'm gonna do something i know you'll edit it out i'll be honest i need to go get a beer Okay. I'm, I mean, my original beer is about gone. It's pretty warm by now. So <laughs> go get a beer. Four seconds. I'm going to also I'm not get pushing one. any buttons though. <laughs> I just cracked it right into the microphone for, for right. all our listeners. What are you drinking for it? Oh, well, actually, Nat, we're throwing it right back to your neck of the woods. Let me get a little good crack in the mic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Love that sound. We got the uh, old New Holland. Trying. I don't know if we've had this together before or not. I don't think we have. New Holland Light Point Functional White Ale. Oh. I don't know if we've had one together, but I've had many in my yeah. day. It's one of my go-tos when you're trying not to drink too many calories or carbs at one time. Uh, great like choice. Calling great me choice. out on my life journey right now. <laughs> but yes, going for a lighter beer tonight. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I'm jealous. Yeah. It's just, you know, for a little behind the curtain look for the listeners at home, it's a Tuesday night. We've had a very rough go getting started and uh, just needed something a little lighter. Finally getting back on the rails from the weekend. Thought, let's go for a lighter beer. So went to uh, Total Wine and walked through the single beer like aisle and just rated it. So I got some good <laughs> stuff in the fridge, but not like too many of the same thing that we're just about to content with for a little while. That's perfect. I am drinking an Oberon, um, mm. you know, because tis the season, but it was the last one. So now I'm back to my uh, great divide strawberry rhubarb sour because, you know, my first beer is long gone at this point. <laughs> what do you mean? 54 minutes of technical difficulties puts you through a whole beer? It wasn't, Courtney, it was an hour and 22 <laughs> minutes. It's it was 82 minutes of technical difficulties. Oh my gosh, we should be in bed by now. Yikes. I'm pretty sure David wants to divorce both of us at this point. <laughs> well, you know, if you can't make it through a podcast, I mean, what can you make it through? Honestly, Michael just ditched. Like, he hasn't been around this whole time. I'm just, you know, no IT support. What's a girl got to do? At least my maybe divorced husband. He made little <laughs> sticky notes. So it tells me where to plug in next time. You know, we're learning. I hope but hey, back to the it. light point. So we got yes. 86 calories, two carbs, a uh, beautiful can work with a nice like modern sunset. So it's like modern art. It's not like screaming sunset, but you know, it's a sunset. It's lovely. But then the description, white ale brewed with coconut water, raw honey, orange peel, and the mysterious natural flavor that no one really knows. But heck, it's a good looking beer. It is. I really like the can. I feel like it rivals uh, the blue moon light sky, but it's better tasting. So um, when you're at your local beer store, you know, reach for the, the I don't want to call it a small business because I think New Holland's pretty large, but reach, reach for the Michigan beer. 
not yeah. the not the blue moon one. Although I, I do like the blue moon. Speaking it, of moons, <laughs> hey, it's out and and suns. Um, <laughs> so fun fact I learned this Oberon season is that Oberon is actually the second largest moon of Uranus. Uh, so it's not a sun at all. So I feel like that is false advertising because the logo is a sun currently, but it's actually a moon. So who knew? The more you know. Wow. That's kind of like the old like 27 dresses. I just found out my favorite songs written about a sandwich type of moment for you, I feel like. <laughs> what song? <laughs> Wait, 27 dresses? The movie. Yeah. Wait, did you say it's written about a sandwich? Is she? It's a line in the movie, like when this guy is like, "Oh, it's the it's a d bag who writes all of the wedding columns that she's in love with," and she finds out he's a loser, and she's like, "Oh my gosh!" I just feel like my favorite songs are in my sandwich. It surprised all of us. <laughs> Oberon is in fact a moon and not a sun. So if, if you learn anything today, let that be your, your fun fact of the day. This is true. But I saw you've been kind of hitting up some local breweries. Any uh, report backs? Oh, yes. Um, so we've hit a few since last time we recorded. Um, one of them being Brass Ring Brewing, which is in Alger Heights for those of you that live in Grand Rapids, um, which is about like six minutes from where we live, which is perfect. Um, and all of their styles, I'm going to Google this because I don't want to mess it up, but all their styles are like European. Um, and they also have cask brewed beers. I don't think it's cask brewed, but cask served. And they're the only ones in Michigan that have that. Um, so their um, mission statement is, Ooh. yeah. Love a good mission statement. Love a good mission statement. <laughs> Brassering Brewing joins a spirit of fierce independence with a love for the making of true craft beer and community. Our beer is made from four natural ingredients. I'm not going to list them. All natural, no chemicals, no preservatives, unfiltered. Brassering strives for style-specific perfection, offering traditional English pub ales, porters, and stouts. All our beer is made in-house, served in-house for you and our neighbors. It is with great pride that we serve you our small batches. So, the Cask Ale, Michigan's first cask marquee accredited establishment, presenting rotating cask-conditioned real ales pulled on our Angram beer engines. Ask server for details. Fortunately, I did not interview the server, so I can't give you guys much more information than that but i guess it's like a really like it's how they used to serve beer back in back before like nitro systems were a thing um so it's like the the way beer was created to be served um but their beer is super good it's all like uk i think they're mostly uk style uh style beers so um would recommend if you're in the grand rapids area they have really good food too uh we had a scotch egg um which you don't see that very often on a menu. And it was delicious. The scotch egg is like the step above a deviled egg in the old appetizer round. Just some people. I don't know about us, but some people might say. I got a problem with it. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. So right. they're good. Because like, okay, for those of you that don't know, a scotch egg is like a hard boiled egg wrapped in sausage, breaded and deep fried and then served with like some sort of sauce, usually in accoutrements. <laughs> uh, I don't love a hard boiled egg. Like I just, I don't like my uh, yolk like super done. 
okay. and it's just dry. And so that's my problem with a scotch egg. Like I, I, I don't know if this is even feasible, but I'd love for the like yolk to be a little runny still. Oh, I think you should head out to the girls who drink beer Instagram and check out the original Graham vs. Got from Scarlet oh. Brewing. They nailed their six minute egg in their Scottish egg. And it's just, you don't eat a sauce because the yolks are any enough that it, you know, you got your sauce. That's how it's done. Yeah. So, you know, there's better, there's good and bad scotch eggs out there. We'll contest. Yes. Yes. We will. I guess we just got to continue trying them everywhere and see who really, you know, perfected the recipe. That used to be my go-to like Sunday. This sounds terrible, but Sunday morning, like would go to McNiven's rest in peace, Mass Ave, Indianapolis, get a scotch egg, get a orange. Well, it was from chili water brewing blood orange IPA. So it was kind of like orange juice with breakfast. And I watched like Sunday morning soccer. It was quite the lineup. It was, were there yolks runny? <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was going to say these were not runny yolks. You definitely <gasps> needed their like, sh- these were not the best Scottish eggs, but it's a dive bar vibe rather than like a classy experience. All right. I, I mean, this sounds like a great start to your day. Yeah. Um, we did hit a couple other breweries in the meantime. We hit Brewery Vivant, which just tried and true favorite there. Um, but Margot is kind of getting Brewery fussy. Vivant on your girls who drink beer bingo card. You've already hit it. Yes. <laughs> First <quarter. laughs> um, Yeah. So we went there with the intention of having lunch and a house sour. Sad news. They don't have the house sour on their menu anymore. Um, that's okay. I uh, tried one of their, you know, seasonal beers and it was delicious per usual. And we got some truffle fries, but then Margot started to get a little fussy. So we had to bounce. Um, We drove around until she fell asleep and we went to their sister brewery, which is Broadleaf Beer. And they make some just like crazy, crazy combinations. And so we had a couple beers there. They actually, I had asked for a taste of one and they accidentally poured a full one. So we got a free beer. Uh, but the one I, I tasted is just super wild. So I'm just going to read that one off. So it's called the interdimensional citrus alien plus it's an IPA with lemon, key lime and vanilla. Um, so just like crazy flavor combinations, but their beer is always super good. We did end up eating their Their food is like very eclectic. I don't even know how to describe it, but, um, very good food as well in a very kid friendly place, I would say. So if you're in the Grand Rapids area and have your kids with you, would would recommend Broadleaf for sure. That's a new one for me even. So I got to get up there. Yeah. Yeah. Where have you been lately? Uh, I know that's what I was just trying to refresh my memory on, but we've hit up a a few too. So Scarlet Lane, which I called out earlier for the impeccable Scottish eggs. They have about four different tasting rooms in Indianapolis, but we did venture to their South Broad Ripple location um, a couple Sundays ago. The food there, I will say, they do like a Asian pub spin. So we had like samosas mm. and then like some bamis. Bamis? Uh, they're my Midwestern girls coming out, but um, <laughs> they're known for their darker beers though. So David got one that was like their flagship uh, beer, which is the Dorian Espresso Stout. So it's like a chocolate and espresso bean stout from a local coffee shop here called Tinker Street, which was also really cool, but delicious. And then we also had the Dorian Espresso Stout with coconut. Yeah. Um, them both out of the park. 
I also got one of their seasonal IPAs and a terrible girl who drinks beer moment for me didn't make note of the name. However, so they're typically known for their dark beers. IPA was delicious and they're really known for like their Imperial Russian stouts. So this was an IPA that they did a riff on sunflower seeds and um, all proceeds are going to Ukrainian uh, efforts and Ukrainian support. So it's kind of an ode to, I don't know if you remember at the beginning of the war going in the Russian gun, good like, for them. but very good. So if I think if you're in South Broad Ripple or even 16th street towards downtown, they got a tasting room down there too. And I think they wouldn't like McCordsville. So spread out all over the place. Good one to check out. Um, and the brewer and the chef, they're just like chatting it up. Good time. Good talk. Um, but the other ones we went to, so, well, small detour, my brother's birthday, shout out friend of the pod, Matt Heinekamp. We went fouling <laughs> for his birthday. So fouling is really picking up in Indianapolis. Is fouling still a thing in Michigan? I think it's called fouling. <laughs> okay. You know what? It is 9.30 on a Tuesday and a made-up sport I'm going to probably get wrong. Um, it's a thing. There is a foaling warehouse in Grand Rapids. Um, I've not gone yet, but I did get a gift card for my sister for Christmas, and we will be going um, sometime soon. So, yes, it is still a thing in Michigan. Fantastic. So, great time. reason I bring it up is... Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have like all these beers on tap. Made my rounds. But you know what they had? They had a old like pop machine that was a mystery beer. So you could either pay like $2 for oh. a certain level of beer, $3, $4. And like, I just enjoy, I just enjoy that as an activity. Were you and Finley when we did that at the. I was. Uh, it was magical. It was. Why don't you tell the listeners about it? Because no. if you if you have a spare pop machine hiding around, this is a great idea for you. Yeah. So the concept is pretty self explanatory. So it's a it's a pop machine. You fill it up with beer, but then you have you know where you press to get a certain beer. You just get whatever pops out. Like yeah, there's no system to the madness. So I just think it's good fun. Like no matter what pops out, if you get a natty ice, uh. Milwaukee's best like it's it's gonna taste better because you're like you know what this was a surprise and this is a <laughs> gift to me <laughs> and it feels like Christmas even though it's the worst thing you will taste probably for the next four years but uh we experienced this in real life in Finley Ohio shout, shout out, out. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to, you know 2014 versions of ourselves and once again Luke and Sean hopefully friends of the pod by now because they're famous from the pod. But uh, <laughs> so Sean, the real story behind it was he's buying his first home from a lovely young married couple and tours the house, likes it enough on, you know, on good graces, probably going to buy it. Then they make their way out to the garage and they're this old pop machine. And Sean's like, well, you know, like how much, you know, for the pop machine. And the wife was like, dear God, please take it. Like I will, I will, it's thrown in for free. And it shot at that point. Sean's like mine, like house, I will buy the house because of the pop <laughs> machine. Uh, and from that, like, and yeah, and we just filled it up all the only beer I can remember from getting like from the mystery beer machine was Tecante, but I know there had to have been worse beers. Oh, that's like the one that comes to mind. 
I don't remember the bad beers because at one point I got the key to the pop machine and was just handpicking what I wanted, which I know goes against everything that's oh, exciting sure. about the pop machine. One, I didn't know that story. So kudos, Sean. You brought us a lot of joy for that one time we went to your party and got beer out of your pop machine. Uh, two, I got a ton of Heller High Watermelons. Um, <laughs> that's the only beer I remember from that day. Uh, but I do recall getting a few beers that I didn't like, but I don't know if they were just like basic like you know pbr or something like that or if it was because they were like super high alcohol content uh but my tastes have changed since then so i don't know if i would even like hell or high watermelon these days but i loved it back then i am looking at i haven't thought about that it was just a, such a blast from the past oh my gosh yes 21st amendment yeah um, was a moment in time they make some good beers though. 21st yeah. Amendment. Actually, they had they still make Heller High Watermelon. It is definitely at our local beer store. Maybe I'll have to buy just one and try it next time I'm on the pod to just, you know, maybe try maybe our next pod needs to be let's try some beers from the past that we used to love and see if we still like them and give them a ranking. We'll each do like three or something. Love it. I I looked for shock or pretzel shock top today. <gasps> no, no avail. But ooh, I also I... didn't have Oberon. So do the math <gasps> on that total what? wine on 86th in Indianapolis. What's going on? Bell's is probably like we're not putting our beer in total. I don't know. They probably didn't do that. But what the heck? They should have it ev everywhere. But fun funny story. Um, some of our friends, Mark and Alyssa, <laughs> shout out. Uh, they listened to our pod and I was, you know, caught off guard because I didn't think anybody other than our family would listen to this. And they were all about finding the shock top pretzel. They'd never had it before, but they said it sounded really good. And there is, I forget what it's called, but there's some sort of like beer delivery service where you can pretty much find anything and they were going to try to find it. So I need to follow up with them and yeah. see if they actually ended up finding it. Um, but I guess speaking of that, Courtney... Can we give the folks some numbers on how our first episode uh, performed? Because it blew my mind. Natalie, going into this, how many listens did you think we were going to get? 25. All? Seriously, I thought it was going to be like in the low tens. <laughs> I agree. So for the listeners at home, we released this on, I think, a Saturday afternoon. And so I'm just casually walked down on a Sunday morning to log in to, you know, these things are so smart. They'll tell you all kinds of jazz. And I'm expecting maybe 12 listens, maybe 15 listens. And we were up to 63 listens, like on the very first day, which Ooh. who are you? Who are these people? And they just continued to grow. That was like, you know, not even probably full 24 hours. Natalie, we are in apologies to the listeners. We wanted to do biweekly. We're at day 17 since the first release. <laughs> Half of that is from technical difficulties from tonight. Ain't that the truth? Natalie, how many listens? I'm going to say, because I feel like you sent me a number like the week after it was uploaded. And it was maybe in the 200s. I'm going to say 315. 315. Well, boys and girls, we have not passed just the 300 mark. Not just the 400 mark, <gasps> 500 listener mark. We are at 522. Holy shit, Courtney. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea who these people are. Who are you? I know. Who are you? Okay. So then I dropped down and shout out to rss.com. That's who I'm using. Uh, I don't know, just a plug because I'm finding their analytics to be the funnest thing ever. 
but I'm zooming in on our hot spots across like the world of where our listeners are. Okay, no surprise, strong Indianapolis presence. Mm. No surprise, strong Grand Rapids presence. Shout out to our your family, not our family, in Flint, Michigan, strong Ooh. presence. Here's the people I want to hear from. Who <laughs> who lives in? Wait, zooming, zooming, zooming. Tapa 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 Hanuk Tapa Hanuk. <laughs> Virginia? Do you know Is Virginia? it near DC? Uh it's How not do you spell far it? from DC. It's like okay, bowling green. It's like maybe outside of Richmond a little bit. Okay, I was just in Richmond last week for work, but I did oh. not listen. I did not listen while I was there. Um but did you tell people? I don't think so. Maybe I did. I don't know. I was only there with like a handful of people. I doubt they listened. But my sister lives near DC, but not um, near Richmond. Interesting. But they're competing. Like, I'm not going to lie. They're the third hottest town, like after Grand Rapids. <laughs> this random, I guess it is by DC. Maybe your okay. sister is just repping us. There's no way. Like, I would be, no offense, Ashley, I'd be surprised if they even listened and, like, they're the only two out there. So I have no idea who is listening out there, but thank you. Yeah, thank you for no, the support. Thank also, thank you to all of our friends in Dallas. Do you have friends in Dallas? <gasps> My boss lives in Dallas, but he doesn't know about the podcast. <laughs> I've also been keeping it pretty hush-hush on the download. <laughs> uh, I do have some coworkers in Dallas. I did post this on my Facebook, and I have some coworkers on um, on. I almost said MySpace. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> it's too late. Um, yeah. On Facebook, and I do have a couple of coworkers that live in Dallas, so maybe they listened. How about that? So those are our biggest hot spots, and then I think like the most unique places. Obviously, we have a listener in Ho at least one listener in Hawaii. So shout out to them. Please mm. invite us for like a visit. <laughs> and then we've got listeners in Barcelona. Ooh. And Belgium. <gasps> Ooh, we've gone international. We sure are. I uh I hate to break it to you. We're no longer charting though. That's oh. tough news. You know, it's hard when you peak at 67th on the food and beverage podcast charts to just hear that you're not charting anymore, but that's okay. It's One day. Um, well, that's exciting. Honestly, like we, for everybody listening, like we're just doing this as a hobby. Like it's just fun time for us to catch up as two friends that live four hours apart. Um, so thank you guys for listening. Hopefully you found it enjoyable. Courtney, I got to give a shout out to David because a lot of the feedback that I heard was not only that the podcast was good content wise, but that our audio is just top notch. So we need to thank David for that because this was his Valentine's gift to both Courtney and I, <laughs> my own husband didn't get me anything, but good thing I got David. A hundred percent. That's why we could not drop the ball tonight of, you know, not figuring this bad boy out, but absolutely props to David. Find yourself a guy that buys you and your bestie valentine's day gifts not only just gifts but selfless gifts he knew we'd, we would have just too much fun with uh, <laughs> uh let's see okay so we're still talking let's recap episode one real quick well not recap <gasps> yes. but so a crazy good turnout thank you all uh so got some well we asked about appetizers we got a couple pieces of feedback 
cheese balls. I don't see cheese balls were a hot take. Cheese balls to me is I have a couple follow-up questions on somebody's favorite appetizer being cheese balls because I feel like that's I immediately think of like the cheese puffs, like those type no. of cheese balls. But I'm wondering, are like cheese, is this like cheese curds or like mozzarella oh. sticks, but in ball form? Nah, 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 nah. You go to two classier places. So these are like your cheese cubes deep fried. Oh, stop. So like a pepper jack cheese ball, deep fried, dip it in a little bit of like a, probably an aioli, I'm trying to think what they serve these with, or maybe a marinara. Ranch. Ranch. hundred percent. What am I doing with my life? It's <laughs> Yeah. I mean, Are you even from the Midwest, Courtney? <laughs> I'm trying to think like places we would have crossed, like oh, I the Fern has the like fantastic cheese balls. Honestly, you want to talk about fancy, throw a pepper jack cheese in a deep fried receptacle <laughs> covered in breadcrumbs. Like, I don't need any mozzarella pepper jack. I'm going to go pepper jack all day. Yeah. That sounds amazing. The so only, thank you to whoever submitted that. The only thing that can go wrong is you get like an oil pocket, like for Ugh. whatever reason, and that's a bad day. So you just got to like chomp with care. You're chomp. Gonna, yeah. You got to cut them in half or you just got to wait. When they get delivered to your table, which I'm very bad at. I have no patience. I am the one that gets burnt by that and a deep fried mushroom. Those will get Ooh. you every single time. 100%. Those are deadly. Raise your hand if you've been personally victimized by a deep fried breaded mushroom. My hand I mean, way up. more than once. <laughs> I mean, it just keeps getting me every time. It's like I have not learned my lesson. I feel like I've chalked those up in my brain to like not worth it. Like no. you, your tongue, don't do it. No, go with the mozzarella stick or the cheese ball every day. Okay, so that was probably the biggest piece of feedback from our brewery appetizers. Mm. Uh, next, we asked about seasonal beers. And can I just say, we had far and beyond a very common response, <sighs> which was the Line and Google Summer Shandy. But my favorite part about all of the responses with the summer shandy was everyone felt like they had to like explain themselves like yeah, well, like a summer shandy but you know like ha, 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 it's sunny out and like oh a summer shandy but like oh you know like just one or like everybody who <laughs> sent in that they wanted a summer shandy felt like they had to explain themselves and i just want to take a moment <laughs> to say you know what guys if you want a lining kugel summer shandy there's no shame to be had they're delicious. I'll, I'll be honest. I They're a little sweet for me. They're not my favorite. But like, there's no shame in liking what you like. Drink it and drink it proud. Drink it in public. Like, Line and Kugel Summer Shandy, we had a multitude of responses. So you're not alone. But please stop feeling bad or stop feeling like you have anything to be ashamed of. You are not alone. It's a delicious bevy. Like, I just, it needs to be said. It needs to be put out there. Let's normalize enjoying a nice, crisp summer shandy on a hot summer day. And I just want all of you people that came back with that response to know that, you, like you just said, Courtney, they are not alone. Mm -mm. A lot of people love a summer shandy. You know what? I usually have one every summer. Like I got to have my, like you see it on tap somewhere. Uh, FYI, it is already on tap and it has been Ooh. for a while. I did see it somewhere uh, recently, but you got to just have that one. And I feel like it just like kicks off for those of you that live in a place that goes through all four seasons. Like it just kicks off your spring, summer. Uh, 
And it's just, I don't know, it's like a nostalgic feeling. So you know what? I'm happy for all those people that, one, responded to our question, <laughs> and two, felt confident enough in themselves to say, you know what? I like a good summer shandy, because oh, so do I. I, I. You know what? I'm going to have one here soon, because <laughs> I think like it'll tempt the sun if nothing else, to come out. Ooh, which... That'll be one of the ones we can taste test is like, do we still like these? We'll just try it every year. Do, oh! do I still like a summer shandy? I'm not sure. This episode is just building itself. You'll love yeah. to see it. I honestly can't wait for this episode. I'm going to go ham in the local beer store, Rishi's. <laughs> if you want to be a sponsor, please reach out to me. In Shock Top, I'm not giving up. Yeah. <laughs> and the only other call out I think we have to make well, I don't think we have to make it, but it was just so unprecedented in terms of timing was the resurfacing of Hope Solo. Ooh. Was that our, was that our doing? I think we put it out in the universe and, uh, and the universe said, all right, this is, this is also going to happen, but yeah. I don't really want to talk about it because yeah. it, you know, impacts her kids, but you could Google it. Hope Solo was recently in the news, not Mia Hamm. We do need to, we need to continue justice for Mia Hamm. She is a great woman, I'm sure. Um, but yes, positive Hope Solo. Vibe. Yes. Positive vibes only from here on out. Like no more discussing any type of negative past. Like it's just onwards and upwards. If you need help, please find help. But focusing on Mia Hamm, like she's done some great work with her not-for-profit with, uh, <laughs> I'll be honest, I tried to look up like really positive things Mia Hamm has done with her life to like give her a moment on the podcast and all I could find was that she has her own not-for-profit. I'm sure she's lovely. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean... We won't we won't put any more harm against Mia Ham's good name. No, no. But be nicer to kids when they ask you for autographs, and that's all I have to say. <laughs> Again, but yes. <laughs> oh man. I um, wanna know. Sorry, we have to backtrack to the seasonal beers. <laughs> what did a one Mr. Andrew last name starts with an E, I won't I won't out him completely on this pod, put as his favorite seasonal beer. Because I got to believe he supported and, and provided an answer to this question. Was he in the uh, Summer Shandy crowd? First name Andrew, last name won't be named, but might start with an E, did mention Summer Shandy. Oh, tried and true. All right. <laughs> Don't be ashamed, Andrew. <laughs> you can just count on. Follow that, that pull up with a, our dinosaur is real? Yes or no? question and you know what i am not alone courtney but i do want to put a disclaimer out there that i obviously know that dinosaurs were real it's just a very hard concept to conceptualize them walking around this earth you know however a million years ago so i, I do want to you know put my my thoughts out there again there but I, there are there are other people in the same realm of thinking as i and and so i just felt like i needed to let the group know that I can uh, recommend some movies if you need, like, some <laughs> like I don't know, Jurassic Park, Land Before Time, classics. Oh, I think there's like think... 17 Land Before Times. Holy, movies, why? I'm pretty sure. Oh, I used to love that movie as a kid. Oh, 15. 15. I was close. 15? Oh. But hot debate if there's going to be a Land Before Time 16. People are chopping at the bits for that 16. <laughs> <laughs> 
I want to know, there's probably many people out there, but like who, like at some point those sequels get a little stale. I just can't imagine that 14 hits the same as Land Before Time number one, you know? We say that now, but now we're watching like these Netflix shows that are an hour long each with like four episodes that we can binge in one weekend. And we don't think Land Before Time can carry on for 16. Come on. That's true. That's true. You got a good point there. (laughs) Thank you. Okay. Enough of episode one. Uh, Jumping into content, fresh content. So you brought up Oberon earlier. I am also drinking a light beer, Light Point, New Holland. If you want to be a sponsor, please call. Delicious. But we're getting into that season. We're going Mm. from the cold. We're going from chilies and porters into salads insert beer of choice which we need to talk about now we need we're getting into activities kayaking uh boating mm. maybe may i say it hiking <gasps> yes a great yes. Beer activity great beer activity it is courtney and might i say that you know i don't think indianapolis or grand rapids are really known for their hiking but i mean if you can find a trail or a sand hill, sand dune, as we call them in Michigan, you can you can go on a pretty good hike here. You don't have to travel too far. Um, and I think any of those activities that you listed off, kayaking, boating, golfing, might I add, just walking in your neighborhood, <laughs> you can incorporate <laughs> beer into any of those activities, and you should. <laughs> Maybe, I don't know, pushing a stroller around the block. <gasps> there is a cup holder. There's a cup there. holder for a reason. So... Now, what do you think the best, like, because for those at home, I mean, Nat and I have gone hiking together, but like, we're talking, we're talking beer hike and beer hikes are where it's at. So Nat, what do you think are the best towns for beer hikes? I'll be honest. I am not an expert in this area and I won't claim to be because I've really like, as far as mountains go or places that are known for their hiking. I've really only been to like Denver and Phoenix area. Uh, but I got to give a I, out of those two, because <laughs> I know there's many more places in the US where you could go hiking. I got to give it to Denver because of the amount of breweries that they have in the general vicinity of the Denver, like greater area. I think every time I've gone on a hike in Denver, I've gone to a brewery immediately after. And their beers, like, are amazing. And and those could be, you know, 10 different breweries that maybe we've hit after hiking. And I don't remember a bad one in the bunch. So I feel like Denver would be my vote for one of the best beer hiking towns. Yeah. And I think like there's a key there that you said you're not familiar with mountains, but I think that's, that's critical because we don't want anything that's like difficult. We want, we want good pictures quick. We want accessibility (laughs) We want local breweries abund and abundance. There it is. Uh, I want someplace where I can dress appropriately. Like if, if it's too hot and I have to wear like shorts and a t- like, I'm not ready for that. I'm not, I'm not summer ready yet. I'm not going to be summer <laughs> ready for a while. I'm not going to be summer ready all year. Let's be honest. <laughs> so you got to have some like a mid weather place where you can wear layers, picture quick, turn around, go get a bevy. So yes, Colorado, obviously top choice uh, for it. I think the other one, which we, I think both of us still need to go research, but I've been eyeing it and I want to do it. 
Asheville, North Carolina. Ooh. Uh, great brewery scene. Like, fantastic. And then, yeah, like, activities galore. So, mm. and picturesque. So you can, you ne- and great weather. Hold on, back up. They just hit all the marks. I can dress cute. I can take a picture quick and I can go hydrate how I want. Boom. Sounds wonderful. Yes. Yes. Have been eyeing that, uh, that location. Extra points if you can see the mountains from the brewery, because that just Ooh. elevates the experience. Something we don't get in Indianapolis or Michigan. <laughs> Grand Rapids. We, we get a lot of parking lots, I feel like. A lot of parking lots. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't love a good parking lot view, really? How far do you actually have to go for it to be considered a hike? I'd say you got to go over a mile <laughs> before it actually counts. And that's one way. So you're talking at least two miles round trip. Wow. Okay. I mean, I just want to disclaim, we are not hikers. <laughs> we are trail walkers. Maybe a little elevation here and there. I did just buy real hiking boots because um, we do want to take Margo around, you know, the, the trails that are around here. So I'm looking forward to that this summer. Yeah, this is the basic B, as in basic beer, hiking tutorial. This So no disclaimers needed. We're calling okay. it like you see it. Yeah. Okay, so we've hiked an official two-mile round trip. We are now at our favorite watering hole. What's the order? Oh, I feel like, so like you said, we're in a different season now. I, uh, I don't do much stout or porter work in the spring, summer. I am now on to usually an IPA, um, because I don't really like Pilsners or Ambers as far as like, I don't, I guess I wouldn't call it Amber a lighter beer, but, um, IPAs are kind of my go-to in the summer IPAs or, um, or a sour, if there's one that sounds good. Um, that's usually kind of where I keep it you know, during yeah. the spring and summer. And then I rotate back into the darker beers in the fall. Yeah. What I, about uh, you? I'm year round IPA. I really am. But oh. I think this is the only time I would reach for a Pilsner or a pale a blonde, a, blonde uh, if you will. a soft blonde. Like it, here's the thing. So right after an activity, if you will, you're hi- dehydrated. You need a quick boost. And that hydration lover, a Pilsner or a pale ale will hit the spot in that term. Oh yeah. That area for me. Um, but I can only do one. And then I'm like, okay, I have my H2O is back up to level. Now let's get something with a little bit more flavor. Ergo the IPA. But if I'm just looking to drink something quick. Or quenching drink- a thirst. Quenching a thirst. Thank you. So yeah. I mean, maybe a nice Mick Ultra. I'll, I'll say it. A nice Mick Ultra. Oh. Even out. Courtney, they Mick Ultras at a brewery, but I get what you're saying. Like, oh, let's say yeah. there's no brewery accessible, and you have to go to just your local restaurant or local neighborhood pub. A Mick Ultra will do it. Yeah, they will. I guess that like ties back into the beer of choice for you tonight. Um, can you remind the listeners of what you're drinking? Why you're just doing it because it's New Holland and you want to be like Beer City USA. <laughs> Uh, but yes, I am drinking a New Holland Bruco light point, 86 calories. Two yes. Yes. So I think that's a good point because I feel like in the summer, like you said, people are working on their summer bods or, or you're out on the boat all day and you can't be crushing, you know, a bunch of heavy IPAs or, or other beers that are full force, you know, 6%. 
more than 86 calories. I don't know how many calories are in a regular beer and I don't care to know. No, no, no. Uh, but no, no disclosure. <laughs> this is not the place for that type of conversation. We don't, yeah, we don't talk about that. Uh, but I'd like to talk about beers that we like when we're, you know, maybe drinking a lot during the day on like a boating trip or trying to stay active, such as, you know, maybe you're going to go for a hike after you have a beer. You mentioned McUltra, which I feel like is tried or tried and true, at least for me. Like if I just want like a basic beer, even at like a wedding or something, if I just want like something light that isn't going to be too heavy, isn't going to fill me up. Like I think McUltra is pretty tried and true. Another one. Oh, is what were like you gonna your, say? Well, is that like your go-to of the classic lights, like Coors, uh, Miller, Bud, Mick? If I, is Corona considered classic? Because no. I do love the Corona Premier, which is the same thing as a Mick Ultra, but I feel like it has a better flavor. No, I mean I consider that more premium, but that's because it's from you know the fine sands of Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I guess that yes, Mick Ultra would be like my go-to of the light beer uh, if I'm going to drink such. Okay. What about you? Uh, uh, here's the thing about Mick Ultra. If you can find it, because usually the only time I find myself really drinking these is like at a sporting event. And sometimes Mick Ultra is hard to find. So then I'm like probably a Coors Light person. I'm a Miller Light person at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. I don't know why. It just, I feel like, you know, it takes me back to the 1970s and I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, so yeah. So Mick Ultra, if I can find it, Coors, if I can't. Miller Lite if it's, uh, you know, <sighs> and white tea. I don't even think I can drink a Miller Lite, Cordy. Like, I just hate the taste. Or, or if it's not May, late May, I cannot drink Miller Lite. But if it's that final week of May, that's, you know, tastes like water. Um. Okay. Speaking of light beers, what was your go-to college beer? What I wanted, Keystone, when I had a choice, like I was making calls, we got Keystone. When I wasn't making calls, Natty Light, when I hated my life, it was Beast. And I don't want to talk about it. I don't even know what that is. Milwaukee's best. <laughs> oh, so, okay. So Michael thinks this is bougie, but all, all my friends were like waitresses. So like we had cash on hand at all times. I didn't go, really ever go below Bud Light. Like that was my, that was like our beer of choice in college. So I know, but I like, to me, that wasn't, I guess I didn't even know there were other options out there. Um, <laughs> so Bud Light was my number one choice. And then I got into Rolling Rock, which I feel like it's a step down, but I don't know. It just hits. Uh, Rolling Rock was like my other go-to and I just, you know, never got into the Natties or the Keystones, um, which I know is very unpopular, but. I was good to like my senior year getting a thing of rolling rock like in the bottles and be like, yeah, you really made it like <laughs> you did it. It's kind of a cool logo. Like it's cooler than than a natty. I feel like the natties and the keystones kind of swing more masculine uh, where the rolling rock is just more of like a classic like, I don't know, gender neutral. Well, and it's like a model. like there's something very cartoonish esque, but like. I don't know, different and cool about a green bottle. Yeah. But like, it's fun to drink a red stripe. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I will go short round bottle all day just for the aesthetic. Oh, <laughs> hate the taste. Well, here we go back to our Coors medicinal, but oh, working girl. I think that should be another pod of like a blind taste test. So you can have the hubbies help us out of just oh, like yeah. all the cheap beers. Yes, I don't want to buy a bunch of cheap beer. I hope we can buy those in like single 
build your own six packs. Oh, we'll start buying them as soon as summer hits because my husband uh, loves a bush light in the summer. And honestly, like I would drink a bush light over a Miller light any day. I think Miller light is disgusting. I can't do it. But uh, another thing that him and my brother-in-law, Brad, have gotten into is the bush apple. Um, it yeah. sounds disgusting. It's It seems very parallel to the wicked, uh, wicked apple that our, our friend from the last pod, you know, really liked. But <laughs> sorry, Michael can hear me. And he just sent me an instant message on our Teams chat that said, PBR, come on. <laughs> I guess he, you know, wants to be on the pod now. Uh, <laughs> But have you had a red apple or not a red apple, a bush apple? No. So is it carbonated like a normal? I think it's like a beer with apple flavoring. Michael, can we get uh, can we get some input from you? I know you can hear me. (laughs) He goes, it's delish. He's literally I am. I already think bush lights like kind of sweet. Like, I don't know. That's like the one thing. I don't mind it, but I also, I find it irrationally sweet. And so it kind of makes sense if they do an apple play in terms of beers that could handle it. His only response is, it's delish. (laughs) It's an apple flavored bush light. I said, is it a cider? He said, no, it's an apple flavored bush light. And I know it's very hard to find. So there is a subset of the population out there that really likes a bush apple. Um, So that's what you'll find Michael crushing this summer. You know what it reminds me of? The Natty, like the strawberry Natter days. Oh, are those still a thing? Yes, they are. Those days. I've never had one. Uh, yeah, good call. I some people like I had one, and to me, it honestly tasted like straight up suntan lotion. I don't know if it's the messing with the taste buds, but I just remember being like, I wanted to like this awesome can. Like, I don't, like, obviously I don't want to drink Natty, but if, if you spin it and you're, it's fun and it makes me feel like I'm in the sun, but I just couldn't, could not handle it. So. Ooh, I've never tried one because I just knew I wouldn't like it. So I just didn't even go there. Um, also, it came out like when I was already a, a non-college student. So I felt like there was no reason for me to buy one. <laughs> so, uh, but thank you for trying them and letting, you know, the people know that look no further. You don't need to, you don't need to buy that. <laughs> it's not good. Even then I was here for the people just taking blows. Yes. Maybe we'll have to put a poll out on the, uh, on the Instagram of beers people want to try, but they, they don't want to invest in a full six pack. So we will try them for them and, oh, no. and rate them for everybody. I'm a little nervous what we're going to get, but I'll do it. Okay. Woman of All the right. people. We are here for the people. What are, so those are like the kind of cheap, I don't want to say cheaper light beers. Have you, cause we both like have tried to find diet sensitive if you will beers to enjoy like do you have any go-tos that you still go after they're a little bit step above of the breweries have started making them so like new holland you're drinking that one um bells came out with a light-hearted which is a low calorie two-hearted essentially it does not taste the same but same concept and then they just came out with a low sun which is supposed to be like a lighter version of the oberon um i have not tried that one yet i've heard it's good but Honestly, like if I'm drinking a light beer for lower calories, I'm going to go more to the um, Corona Premier, the Light Sky, that like that realm. Because I feel like even with the lower calorie IPAs, like the 
lighthearted. It still tastes a little bit heavier to me. So I, I, I don't know. And in, in that I get in a mindset where I want something that tastes lighter too. So I gravitate more towards the more basic non-craft, lower calories, active beers, I guess you would say. Yeah. Yeah. Has I that mean, been a trend in indie? I haven't noticed it as much with our breweries, to be honest with you. I have noticed it with the Michigan breweries. Cause you, like mm-hmm. you called out, you got the bells, you got, um, New Holland. I feel like I'm blanking on another one because I picked up a few to try today. I'll post them. I got like a few okay. to try. Th- yeah. But the one, like one consistent go-to I do have that I have enjoyed is the, um, daytime by Lagunitas, uh, brewery oh. company, which is a California brewery found everywhere now, but, uh, it tastes cause like for me, when I'm like, want that IPA, and I know we're going to talk about calories of IPAs, but even like alcohol level of IPA, I don't know. This yeah. is like, like still tastes like an IPA to me, but it's like 90 calories, three carbs. And you're like, oh, like I feel like I'm having a full pint like at a brewery down the road. So that's kind of been like my go-to when I'm really craving something, but I'm really trying to like watch myself. It's yeah. a good one. And you can find it pretty much everywhere now. So would highly recommend if you're looking for something that, you know, isn't gonna isn't gonna knock you out, but will kind of satisfy the taste buds. I've tried that one before, but it's been a while. I'll have to give it another shot. Do it. But yeah, I, I will have a few today that I'll kind of like post my reviews on. And I'll be honest, I won't tag the breweries if we it's, you know, a little too honest. But I am enjoying <laughs> this New Holland one tonight. I will say that awesome i am like kind of questioning now the functional white ale tag on this new i don't model. know what that means what is functional functional? functional like just like oh because you're like it's not gonna knock you on your your toes like you can function after this because that one is still a lot it's a low percentage too i think it's like yeah. four something percent where but some of these lower um oh i i completely missed one i'm gonna uh, I'm going to go back to that. But some of these do have still the same like alcohol percentage. So another one that I didn't think of that I actually really enjoy is the so for those people in Michigan, M43 is a New England wow. style IPA. It got released like a few years ago and it just completely blew up. I remember for a while, like you couldn't even find it anywhere. Um, Old Nation is the brewery, but they also came out with a B43 which it's a, it comes in a tall can. So it's a 16 ounce pint. I think it's like seven some percent still, but it's a brute style IPA. And I, it's the same thing. It's like very low calories, very low carbs. I want to say two or three carbs in in that whole can. Um, but it still packs a punch at like seven some percent. So those are really, really good. If you are looking to like, not maybe if you're doing keto or something, you still want to enjoy beer. I would highly recommend that. (sighs) Bring in the goods. They're coming out uh, soon. It's a seasonal one. The M43 with strawberry in it, um, and that's a, that's a huge hit too. So recommend people grabbing some of that if they see it this season. Yeah, so much to look forward to. This I know. sounds better than the bad beer taste test we're going to be doing. I'm really excited for that, actually. <laughs> uh, me too. Me too. It's going to be good. Well, Court, I feel like it's getting late. Should we wrap it up? We should absolutely wrap it up. Uh, we need like a good closer. I know what it is. It's not yeah. just a beer court. It's a vibe. Cheers. <laughs> it's a vibe. <laughs> Cheers. Till next time. All right. Bye, everyone.